I'm on my second cup of coffee And I still can't face the day Well, looks like Sleepyhead finally decided to join us. Welcome to the eighth ever episode of Any Ideas, the podcast about coming up with a podcast, and the first ever episode of the Saturday Morning Coffee Hour, uh, the podcast that goes great with a little bit of cream and sugar. Uh, I am your host, Mitch Kreitzman, alongside my co-host, Jordan Kreitzman, and uh, Jordan, we are actually recording this on a Saturday morning. We are, actually. And are we going to be releasing this on a Saturday morning, or... Oh, uh, no. no. Um, the, okay. the analytics on this one will be a little confusing because everyone will just be saving it for next Saturday morning, but that's fine, you know? <laughs> okay, so we release it on Wednesday, but we tell everyone you have to listen to this on Saturday. You got to wait <laughs> until Saturday morning to listen to it. Okay, okay. Um, you know, Jordan, for those people that forgot what this pilot was all about... Uh, be good for me to remember, too. <laughs> we're, just, uh, we're just chilling out on this Saturday morning having a couple cups of coffee and just chatting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like as of now, we're, we're not as lively as we normally are because we're, we're normally kind of hyped on a, on an evening. Um, but now we're kind of still a little groggy, but I, I anticipate, um, as the, uh, as the coffee goes down, we, uh, get a little, uh, get a little jolt, Mitch. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I just want to keep things loose this week. Uh, just, just have a good time. No, Hanging loose. no, no need to, you know, get bogged down with any kind of structure. Let's just, let's just chat, Jordan. No, this is truly, th- this was, I think my, kind of my original vision, it, the podcast about nothing over coffee, right? <laughs> I, I look, I'm, I'm already feeling relaxed. I, I, I'm having a great time already. Yeah. And speak, I'm enjoying this. Speak, speaking of that coffee, Jordan, what are you, uh, what are you putting down this morning? Yeah, I was just going to say perfect, perfect start of the podcast. Um, I am drinking, uh, this week I'm drinking, uh, I still got Cafe Dumont from uh, New Orleans. Um, drinking that, it's nice and uh, pretty strong. And then uh, also give a shout out to the mug I'm drinking of out of this week. I I like to uh, buy a lot of mugs, and so this one is from the Gay Dolphin at Myrtle Beach. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, that, that's what I'm going with this week, Mitch. Well, Jordan, I got to tell you, we uh, we have a lot of connections. Uh, I am also drinking that Cafe Dumont coffee. Uh, nice. You know, it's made not only with coffee grounds, but with chicory root. Uh, I had to right. look up what that was because I wasn't sure when I saw it on the label. Uh, it's apparently this herb that is specifically very bitter tasting, and it's often added to coffee for the bitterness. Mm. Um, so this is coffee made with chicory root included in it. Um, and you know what, Mitch? I've also heard it's made with love. And I can't, I can't disagree. I, I'm having a great time with it. Uh, it's it's a lovely coffee, and it's it's a it really si- is. It's it? a sipper for sure. It's it's a yeah. strong one. Yeah, yeah. You um, can't take a, a lot of it at once. That's for sure. And uh, our other connection, Jordan, is that I uh, am wearing the sweatshirt that I bought in I Myrtle Beach at the Gay yeah. Dolphin. So nice. Tell you Beautiful. what, a lot of connections this week. Uh, that so, dolphin is one happy guy. Jordan, I got to tell you what. What what happened to you this week? Anything anything exciting going on with you? Uh, uh, let me think. Any news? I know uh, I know your work life can't be discussed too heavily on the pod, but anything outside of that? <laughs> uh, no, not really. Um, I happen to have a very busy work week, uh, so yeah, it was just a lot of a uh, little bit more working than usual, and then not a whole lot going on in the evenings. Um, I will say though, the first amount of free time I had. 
uh, was really uh, this morning uh, before the podcast where I uh, really kind of uh, enjoyed the uh, viewing pleasure of one hot tub time machine, Mitch. <laughs> that is, I got to say, underrated movie. It's actually quite funny. The, I, the one of the probably the thing I laugh the most at is when he's um he's drunk up on the roof, mad at everyone, and he goes, he, "Remember, because they're they're back in the eight they're back in the eighties, right?" Yeah, and he goes, "John Lennon gets shot," and he's like, "Wait, that already happened." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good. Yeah, but yeah, I, I agree. Underrated movie. Never saw Hot Tub Time Machine two, but I have to imagine it's uh, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> isn't uh isn't Adam Scott in that one? Oh, you might be right. They replace John Cusack or something with that. Right? I believe they replaced John Cusack with Adam Scott, which I can't imagine it was meant to be like a one to one replacement, like the same character. Uh, but yeah. Well, yeah, I never quite understood the. So they're kind of all supposed to be the same age, but it's John Cusack with Rob Cordery and um um Craig oh Robinson. God. Yes, yeah. And I don't think um, Craig's got to be significantly younger than John Cusack, right? Or I... Yeah, I, I, think the age, <laughs> I think the age range there is John Cusack's the oldest, then it's Rob Corddry, then it's Craig yeah. Robinson, and then right. Clark Duke, which that part makes sense because I believe Clark Duke is playing John Cusack's son, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he's, it, it took me like three quarters of the movie to figure that one out. He's his nephew. Nephew, that's right. Which, okay. by the way, we're talking underrated movies. Let's talk underrated actors. Clark Duke. <laughs> he was in those late seasons of that The Office, funny. which is like... Uh, the last season of The Office. Last two, right? Something like that. No, no, just the last one. Just the last season. Yeah, just the last one. Like classic, like, the show's on its way out. We're bringing in someone else. Bringing in um, the old Clark in, Duke. He's some, yeah, he's had some funny parts, though, in movies. I uh, I always find him funny. I think um, I don't know if people talk about him. I I enjoy a, a Clark Duke appearance, and uh, you know, even though those are the the not as good seasons of The Office, I I enjoyed his part of it. He actually was a, a brighter spot in that last season. I will say, he he's he's good at what he does. I haven't seen him anything in a while, though. Yeah, he hasn't. Uh, he he was sort of uh, a smaller role player in that era of the super bad 40 year old virgin type movies right he he has had some lead roles though but but the only ones i can think of really are hot tub time machine and he was in a a movie called sex drive i remember that movie it was was actually terrible movie I thought it had some moments. <laughs> it, it had some moments overall. Yeah, not but a actually, good movie. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really cringy parts of that movie. Um, but uh, again, uh, Clark was a bright spot. <laughs> but you know, on that on that note of The Office, uh, I was uh, home last night, just taking it easy on a Friday night. Nice. And what was playing on cable, but the fun run episode of The Office. Oh man. That takes me back. Arguably my favorite Office episode, period. Mitch, it takes me back to like last month when I watched it again. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just so good. There's so many quotable parts to it. Yeah. Like, that's quintessential Office for me. No <laughs> doubt in my mind. 
when he when he comes in and says that he took her to the ER and the doctors did all they could and she's going to be <laughs> fine and Stanley just says, "What is wrong with you? <laughs> Why would you say it like that?" <laughs> and uh, when he says, uh, "Sure, I have flaws. Sometimes I care too much. I, I work too hard. I hit. I never once in a while I'll hit somebody with my car." Um, so sue me actually don't actually you know what don't sue me well there's Uh, another good line in there too he goes uh i hit her on company property with company property so so double jeopardy double jeopardy we're fine (laughs) oh sorry what is we're fine (laughs) um there's also i'm not superstitious but i am a little stitious and there is uh do i need to be liked no i like to be liked I want to be liked. I have to be liked, but it's not this compulsive need. Do I need to be liked? Absolutely not. I like to be liked. I enjoy being liked. I have to be liked. But it's not like this compulsive need to be liked, like my need to be praised. Yeah, I think when they, like back when like The Office was first showing up on uh, cable reruns and stuff, I feel like, all of the lines they took for the promos were taken from that episode. <laughs> I mean, there's so many quotable yeah, moments from that yeah, one. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but connected to that, I normally don't get cable. I don't have cable at home. I right. am uh, I am house sitting for my in laws for the next ten days as they uh, as they go out of the country. Um, and you know their house is much more luxurious than mine, so it's a little bit of a staycation. I don't, I don't mind that part of it. Um, but on top of my normal uh, two dogs that I am responsible for watching, uh, I am watching my in-laws' dog, a little thirteen-year-old uh, dachshund who loves to be in the water and will <laughs> yell at you if you don't let her in. It's very um, funny. And then. My sister-in-law's two-year-old Labradoodle Brody, uh, quite a character. He is quite a character. He's a uh, he's a little bit of a terror, but we all love him. He's uh, he's doing his best. He he clearly he's just trying. he clearly just misses his parents, and uh, it's it's cute. I I have two old dogs, a twelve-year-old dog and a thirteen-year-old dog. So seeing what it's like to be around a two-year-old dog is really something else. <laughs> Uh, a lot of a lot of people think it's weird that I adopted old dogs, and I was initially very much on the fence. Um, I probably would not have done it if not for my wife. She was the one that really wanted that to happen. And uh, after we had the after we got our first old dog, about a year later, uh, we got our second old dog, and the second old dog is older than the first old dog, and is somehow even more energetic. Mitch, you're um, just gonna keep getting older and older dogs. <laughs> yeah, next next I'm just gonna get a fifteen year old dog. <laughs> no, I at work sometimes I like to go on the Wisconsin Humane Society website, just kinda see what's going on there. And uh every once in a while I'm like, I could get a third dog. <laughs> I'm not going to, but I certainly consider it every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, you're uh your dogs are very nice. Um Unlike my 19-year-old cat. <laughs> oh, did you, did she just hit 19 recently? I thought she was 18. No, no, Mitch, she's going on 20, I think. That's yeah, incredible. So I, yeah, so for the audience awareness, my it's really my wife's cat that I married into. 
Um, your your cat-in-law. Yeah, she. Uh, I'll pre- I'll preface it. She's she is a very cute cat. She's only like a six or seven pound cat. Um, when she's not annoying you or pooping all over your house, she's actually quite nice. But uh, but yeah, there's a lot of time where she's kind of just. Um, just defecating on my vents, Mitch, and um, on my couch, <laughs> and uh, throwing up on uh, my rugs, <laughs> but um, and then yelling at me at three in the morning <laughs> to wake up. <laughs> but I, uh, other I than ha- those I'm things, the, I'm not the first person to say it. Um, but that cat, when it's just screaming in the middle of the night, it sounds like <laughs> some sort of child ghost. I see dead people. And it's yeah. truly terrifying. I, I warn everyone who's staying at the house that um, if you hear a child that sounds like he's being tortured in the middle of the night, that is an old cat. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not a human, not a human child. So, um, yeah. So, but, you know, there, I, I would say at least half the time she's adorable. <laughs> it's, the the funniest thing about that cat to me, uh, because it's 19 years old, your wife got that cat when she was like nine. And so she yeah. named it like the most likely thing a nine-year-old would name a cat, which is Snuggles. <laughs> and it's just such a funny cat name for like a 28-year-old to have. Yeah, I was uh, I was at the vet recently with that cat and they were like, um, they're like, oh. I love that name, Snuggles. And I was like, yeah, can you tell a 10-year-old girl named the cat and not me? <laughs> <laughs> so the the dog we most recently got, his name is Joey. Uh, he has a very uh, odd story. I believe he was dropped off at the Humane Society by his original owner. And the owner recommended he be euthanized. Because according to the owner, his breath smelled really bad and he was tired all the time. Uh, And the Humane Society was like, "Uh, no, we're not doing that. We're going to put him up for adoption. Um, And then they put him up for adoption and he did get adopted. And then the person that adopted him claims they did not have time for him, which physically he's very not needy. Uh, Emotionally, he is he's pretty needy. So I get that. So they, they brought him back. And then we got him back in July. And I'm like, how on earth did you not like stay with somebody up until this point? Because you're like the most well-behaved dog ever. Like <laughs> I, I've had zero problems with him at any point. Like it's just gone perfectly. Um, yeah. And I apologize for that bark in the background. Uh, Brody really loves Joey and he's just chasing him around the basement right now. So, uh, And he also really loves to bark. So... <laughs> Brody does love barking, so if that comes up a couple times, I apologize. Um, you can deal with it, audience. But so I, I, the reason I mentioned that was because we we kept the name Joey was because he knows that name. Uh, that was his name that he had for a long time. But our other dog, we adopted when he was 11, and he'd been astray in and out of the Humane Society multiple times. Um and so he's a Chihuahua mix, and they just gave him the name Pablo, which he didn't actually know the name. We were just like, well, we can't be those white people with a Chihuahua named Pablo, so we can't keep that. 
Um, yeah, you also got to wonder why they named him Pablo. <laughs> I think we know why they named him Pablo. I because he's a Chihuahua. Um, yeah, but I mean, questionable. I don't know. I'm just interested but, in the full story. <laughs> but anyway, uh, when we adopted him, he really only responds to whistles anyway. So I was like, well. We can just name him whatever, and then if we need his attention, just whistle. Um, <laughs> so we named him The Captain. The Captain. Uh, because my wife felt like he looked like an old, withered ship captain, which I don't disagree with. I, I think that fits him pretty well. Um, and that you, you get mad at people if you just call him Captain, right? It's The Captain. Like, correct. You guys don't don't deal with the, the uh, shortening of the name. <laughs> That is correct. Um, yeah, okay. Just making sure. Now, I I bring this all up to say, you know, when you took Snuggles to the vet and they mentioned the name, when I take him to the vet and they call out the captain, that it gets a great <laughs> reaction in the room. People love it every time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we, um, speaking of pet names, I know we have... Uh, whenever our cat finally goes and we get other animals, <laughs> um, we have most of the, I like some of the animal names we come up with, but a lot of them just suit cats better. Um, so we want to, we want a cat named Moto, <laughs> as like Motorola. And oh, then like a, Hello uh, Moto. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, I can, sure. Exactly. So I can always go in the house and be like, hello, Moto. Hello, Moto. And um, that is that, um, that adds up for what yeah, I know about yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yep. <laughs> Anyone who knows me know that suits me just fine. And um, uh, another great idea for an animal was uh, Zaxby. <laughs> I picture him being more a black and white cat, where it kind of looks like he's wearing a bow tie. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I could I could picture a cat looking like that named Zaxby for sure. Yeah, and I've also thought. Um, I love the word doggo. Um, I just think about naming a dog doggo, just skipping right to the end there. I'm going to call him that anyway. Um, fair. That's fair. So, I, You know, a lot of times yeah. I just call the captain the boy. I was, I'll just be like, can you please take care of the boy? And then uh, um, when you can't find him, you look uh, scarily around wondering, have you seen my boy? <laughs> that's a lost reference for you people out there. And... Uh, <laughs> Sometimes if I can't find him for a long period of time, I'll say, I, I've abandoned my boy. <laughs> uh, that one's if a there will be than that, reference. Yeah, and if it's longer than that, you probably call the cops or something, right? <laughs> right, that, that's exactly yeah, I, um, At some point, you do alert the authorities. It's been hours. I can't finally talk. <laughs> um, on, on the note of perfectly fitting dog names uh a good a good friend of mine and his wife have uh, a newfoundland which for those of you that don't know just a giant giant dog uh he's only a little over a year old and he's approaching 120 pounds uh and his name and his name is hagrid you're a wizard harry i'm a what uh which for those That's of you good. out there who have seen Harry Potter, it's pretty much the perfect fitting dog name for a dog like that. Um, that is funny, but I think but I'd the other reason like to I... see a picture of the dog. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, 
But the other reason that I bring that up is because you mentioned earlier that the cat liked to poop in the vents. Um, yeah. And I, Brett is one of my coworkers, and he's he's told me at work a couple times he said to go home because like the dog has diarrhea in the vents and i'm like is there a worse <laughs> thing to happen in the world like that sounds so horrible why are yeah pets i mean seeking out vents for these acts it just makes me disgusted because i just think about all the particles that get into the vents that are then going up into my breathable air and i just think to myself boy is this shortening my lifespan i don't know <laughs> It's not I helping, concerned. I'll tell you that much. No, but luckily, I don't recall an instance where the cat has diarrhea in the vents. <laughs> so it's, a fr- it's a phrase I wish had never even hit my ears, but here we are. Yeah, here we are talking about it on air. <laughs> while we while we drink our morning coffee. Mitch, how you doing on that coffee, by the way? I'm out already. I'm. <laughs> and if you If you need to go grab a second cup, don't hesitate. Oh, Mitch, this would actually be a third cup for me. <laughs> well, if you but go grab a third cup. I, I might. I might. Let's see how this goes. I, I'm pretty amped right now. So, <laughs> All right. If you're feeling amped up, then you do you. The coffee's um, done its trick, Mitch. Uh, Jordan, what else is going on? Did you... Uh... <laughs> yeah, what, uh, what What else we talk about here? <laughs> I think this went well for about 20 minutes. Now I'm starting to get concerned. <laughs> uh, we can keep this going, I bet. Um, uh, did yeah, you, uh, I mean, did you watch? Did you watch the Packer game on Thursday, Jordan? Oh yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, that was uh, that was disappointing. Um, I stayed up late for that nonsense. <laughs> it was one um, of those games where the Eagles were definitely better than a one and two team. Uh, oh, yeah. We kind of got caught off guard. Um, the the few the few flaws that we were seeing in the team were accentuated on that day, and oh, we yeah. still managed to keep it close. Um, but in the end, you know, it, the first loss of the season had to come sometime, and I think this is going to be a good uh, good way to sort of hit the reset button and put things into perspective. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think the Packers are a very good team this year. I, I think if they can keep the right mindset, they'll they'll end up pretty good. Um, yeah, it's just um, yeah. I don't uh, I don't hate losing to the Eagles. I think yeah, they definitely were a, a better team than like one and two. They, I think they just got off to a poor start. Um, but it's one of those things like uh, like I've never seen us so bad in the red zone. Like oh, if we had just been a brutal. little more efficient in the red zone, we would have easily won that game well we got we got out coached for sure because i mean you you look at you look at doug peterson that's a guy that out coached bill belichick in the super bowl just a couple years ago so you know going up against um, the rookie coach it wasn't too surprising who does um yeah what is it he's a doug peterson looks like that it looks like william hurt right is that the guy's name william hurt i think so Right, yeah, the guy yeah, from yeah, yeah. Uh, Big Chill, right? And uh, yep. was he in mm-hmm. Big Chill? Yeah, and other, I think yeah. so. He looks just like that guy. <laughs> well, you know, uh, in case you forgot, Doug Peterson used to play for the Packers, backing up Brett Favre. I always forget day. that, but remember when they bring it up on yes, air. they love they <laughs> love bringing it up every time. Uh, Jordan, do you know what Brett Favre story I'm about to bring up on that note? So Brett Favre taught that squirrel karate 
And I said to Brett, I didn't know you knew karate. Hopefully not the whole uh, penis text message thing. <laughs> it's not that. And it's not, <laughs> okay, and it's not the fact that he was at one point addicted to painkillers. Um, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, he got in that tragic accident. Hey, that's how we know that's how we know that car accidents can happen within an eighth of a mile of your own home. Um, <laughs> thanks, Dad. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dad. Uh, no, when that, we were that um, mile got smaller and smaller every time he said. <laughs> Sorry, tell we, your story. <laughs> when we used to live in Tennessee, every once in a while, uh, the the Tennessee Titans, uh, a team that few people care about, uh, would. <laughs> That, I say that be, for a reason. Uh, the the Titans would sometimes play the Packers in like a preseason game, um, and then those tickets were super easy to get. And so we would just oh, go yeah. and watch the Titans play the Packers in a random preseason game because we were Packer fans, and that was fun. Um, they were practically handing those tickets out. <laughs> right. And the, the, the Packers notoriously travel very well. You can see Packer fans throughout the stands at any away game. And there was a guy at one of these preseason games we went to sitting real close to us. And <laughs> you can just tell this guy's a Wisconsin native from the get-go. Um, this was long enough ago that Favre was still on the team. Um, and this guy definitely had a few. And he just stands up every, like, ten minutes and just goes, <laughs> number four in our playbooks, number one in our hearts. <laughs> and I believe he said that about 10 times. He had um, a lot of different lines. I wish I could remember more of them. That's the one I definitely remember. But um, that's that's the one I always remember because I, yeah, I still Brett Favre was really just the big football player that got me into football as a kid. Like even still to this day, I think he's a much more fun to watch quarterback than Aaron Rodgers has ever been. Um, well, because you never knew if he was going to – every time it was like, this is going to be a touchdown pass or a pick. <laughs> and, and how and exciting was that feeling, Mitch? <laughs> and that's why at one point Brett Favre had both records. <laughs> yeah, and with Aaron Rodgers, it's like this is either – this is not going to be a pick unless it's the very end of the Eagles game last week. But, right, I mean <laughs> – Takes the like, fun out of it, Mitch, when you know he's going to do his job. <laughs> how some people felt watching a player like Jay Cutler, it was like the best version of like a Jay Cutler. Yeah. Just a just a gunslinger who's going to go for the big play every time. <laughs> he's just going to go for it. And it was and always he, fun to watch. Even if and he, you know what? I, I just want to say, Brett Favre, he's like ripped now or something, right? He's, he, he, he's keeping it together, Mitch. Brett Favre. Anytime I see him with Rodgers, Rodgers looks like the little guy next to him. <laughs> like, well, Brett Favre is getting that, like, southern old guy strength. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, dude just looks big still. Like, he's like... He does, yeah. yeah oh, for I mean, sure. He's clearly still exercising. <laughs> well, he's got all those copper fit accessories that keep his that, joints in good shape. Yeah, that's what's doing it. I think that heavy metal just and, absorbing into his skin. <laughs> And he's got that great razor for his face and those Wrangler jeans. He's doing great. And what those, uh, wow, what commercial? There's something else he's in now, right? He's, or he's doing the, what was he doing commercials for? I think he was mostly just doing commercials for the uh, the opener game. Uh, Packers right. Bears, I think. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking it was something else. But uh, 
yeah, no, it's always good to see him back around. And uh, yeah, I do miss that feeling of wondering every <laughs> every throw what this was going to be. Because I, I do recall some instances he would just throw the ball up. There would be no receivers around, just a, a DB standing there oh, catching yeah. it. <laughs> just, like, just, just the deep ball to nobody. <laughs> I like to think it was a receiver misroute, but who knows. <laughs> I'm also convinced Brett Favre could hit the field and play a decent game today. I, You know, if, if, if weak stuff Tom Brady is doing it... <laughs> Why can't Brett Favre? That's what I'm saying, man. Tom Brady's the worst, man. Oh, God, I hate Tom Brady. Just wa- yeah, watching him still be successful week in and week out just is the worst. And the best part about saying stuff like that is because I'm not afraid at all to express that opinion because we are in the vast majority of opinion here that Tom Brady – I don't think a lot of people like Tom Brady. It's like – not only it, that, but I think if yeah. I if Tom Brady were to pick a fight with me, I could win. <laughs> I think you would win. I mean, at least I mean, it's very funny because like when he like there's always those funny pictures like of when he first entered the league and he looked like he weighed like eighty pounds and you're like this person's an athlete. Now he definitely looks better, but I still think we could kick his ass. <laughs> I have I have a I mean look I'm just an average person and I have a Tom Brady esque body. <laughs> <laughs> like my I don't my my body statistics pretty much match up with Tom Brady. He's a little heavier than me. I'm I'm 6'2" 190 and he's like right in that range, I believe. Right, but he looks you're you look more filled like Tom I almost feel like I look more like a Tom Brady cuz he's just kind of a lankier guy. Um, That's true, yeah. This isn't me like bringing myself i'm bringing myself down by saying this i'm <laughs> well you calling me said, filled I, out wasn't ideal but <laughs> well no that i meant it's a good filled out i'm I, no no i was joking um but that being said i i, I legitimately think i could take tom brady i'm <laughs> like i think i could too, i legitimately honestly, like, think me and him in a fight i would take him down <laughs> i mean when we do our pilot for who would win in a fight we'll have to do That's the first us one. versus tom brady right <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i i can't stand them and the worst part is like i know like yeah there's so many patriot haters i hate the patriots too i i have i do think they've like borderline cheated in the past at best like that's the 100%. best thing i can tell them i also think belichick's a great coach and they're a great team and they've won super bowls i'm not going to deny that but it doesn't mean i have to be i have to be happy when they inevitably make the super bowl again a big part of that too is their division is usually chump change. Like their division is trash. Yeah, like, like they complete win. garbage every yeah, year. Yeah, it usually is. Like there were a couple years where the Jets were doing something with uh, butt fumble himself, Mark Sanchez. <laughs> oh man, I can't. <laughs> the fact that he was like a decent starting quarterback for a good chunk of years is cr- yeah. kind of crazy. It baffles the mind. Yeah, it's weird. And then, like, um, uh, what? I, the Bills have never really been much of anything in that whole era. And then, no, uh, not at all. Yeah, same thing with the Dolphins, really. Uh, everyone yep. always thinks the Dolphins are going to do something, but I. <laughs> just, they they never, yeah, so, I ever mean, do. 
Yeah, so they're already starting midway through the playoffs every year. <laughs> so really, in the past, all they had to do is get through the Steelers, and they were in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's true, honestly. The, the yeah. AFC in general hasn't given them a lot of competition. No, so um, I mean, they've certainly been gifted that, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm sure they'll be back in the Super Bowl, and I'll be heavily rooting against them with whoever gets in there. <laughs> so, um, You know, Jordan, I don't... I don't know our audience super well, but I don't know. I wonder if this football talk is hitting at all. Maybe not. <laughs> Mitch, there could be a number of things that went. Comp- I mean, that's the inherent risk of this podcast about complete nothing and openness is that um, probably about half the things people might hate. <laughs> you know what? That's true. And I mean, we were talking 10 to 15 minutes about animal names there. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> I think that one's going to be good. I think that's pretty universal. Um That'll probably be good. But yeah. I, are you, have you been uh, you been playing video games at all recently, Jordan? Have you been into video games at all? It's funny you talk about video games. It seems like every weekend I tell myself, this is the weekend I'm going to actually play something. Um, <laughs> and then um, I continue not to. So no, I, I haven't played a video game in a long time. How about you? Uh, I haven't been playing super consistently. I try to find the time. Uh, the, the big one I've been into recently... Uh, is the Spider-Man PS4 game. I, I've talked to you about nice. this briefly, but the, the Spider-Man 2 GameCube game is, like, all-time great. Yeah. It's such a good game. Right. Um, And this, like, is the Spider-Man game I've played that has felt, like, closest to that in terms of quality. Right. Like, it's so fun. The, like, so the web-swing mechanics are, like, right. one-to-one. Fantastic. Does this mean you're uh, Team Sony? Um. Well, I mean, we just got the news <laughs> this week that they're right bringing Spider-Man back into the universe. Yeah, I mean, I we've talked that, about this I already. Also... I just think, uh, I think those Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies are aren't going to be topped. I I just don't yeah, think they're so. king. They're king. Yeah, they're the tippy top of not only Spider-Man cinema, Mitch, but maybe cinema in general. <laughs> At least one and two, I mean. <laughs> I'll say, okay, Spider-Man 3, maybe not the tippy top of cinema, but one and two, I mean, if you want a good hero story, look no further. Like, and all look, the responsibilities I think, that I think if being. the Marvel Cinematic Universe wants to truly get Spider-Man right, they're going to have to bring the whole thing back to formula, you know? We need to take the whole line back to formula. Back to formula. <laughs> and they got to do it in two weeks. <laughs> two weeks? Two weeks? <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I thought I had heard that even though they're teaming back up, they're going to be writing them out or something. Like they, they're bring him on for a third movie and maybe another team up, but then he's gone. I, it's something like that. I got I to gotta bring in a controversial opinion here, and I... I think this is becoming less and less controversial. I'm just real tired of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, when you put out, like, three a year, like, I'm just not going to be able to stick with that. I've Yeah, I've said for a long time I'm kind of tired of the fact that every action movie is a superhero-based film. Like, you don't get anything original anymore. Um, that being said, I do... I haven't seen every... Marvel movie, but I've seen most, and I kind of like that it's kind of all tied together, and then you get these films where they all kind of join up, and I mostly like it for 
the humor. I think like some of the movies are actually pretty funny. Um, keeps it enjoyable. My, but the one yeah. that I enjoyed most in recent years was Thor Ragnarok. It was really oh, yeah. good. That's maybe the, the, the aesthetics. The aesthetics of it really hit the nail on the head, and it was a good story that didn't feel. It felt like it was its own story that didn't have to be connected to everything else going on. Right. Um, Jeff Goldblum was great in it. The humor was a lot was really good. Yeah. Uh, overall, I feel like that movie was what I would want more from Marvel movies. Right. Well, I, that's. I, I think that's more what they've become recently. Which honestly, I, if you I see some of the idea. newer ones, yeah, because they like they took the success of Ragnarok and they were trying to apply similar humor to the newer Avengers movies and. Uh, Ant-Man's pretty funny, too. Um, I didn't really care for Captain Marvel, to be honest. That uh, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't find that oh, a very so good you, movie. Uh, <laughs> so, you, so you hate yeah, women. Yeah, here we is go. That, is that right? <laughs> here we go. Look, Jordan, Here's I don't want to get all I PC wanted... police on you. I'm just, I'm, I, I wanted to like it. I don't want it's people out wasn't... there to think I'm anti-PC. I don't know why I keep bringing this to the podcast. It is very funny. You keep sarcastically bringing it up, and I'm sitting there wondering, are people knowing he's sarcastic? Especially when I try and say afterwards that you're not being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, well, the, you're not helping by saying, I promise he's not joking. Um, no, but I, but, I, originally, yeah. uh, I originally brought up video games to mention that um, I spend a lot of time at work in between tasks uh watching youtube and i've been watching a series where um for those of you out there that know uh the mcelroy brothers family of content there's one where uh griffin mcelroy does a pacifist playthrough of world of warcraft so basically he he goes through as much of the game as possible without killing anything. Um, and it's just really funny watching him trying to find his way through it. But I will say, it's made me really want to play World of Warcraft. I have never Ooh. been much of an MMORPG person. Um, I don't know if you have known anyone that plays those really, Jordan, but it's never been my kind of game. Yeah, I've um, known, I knew a few people in like high school or whatever. Um, yeah, but it just looks really fun, like watching someone play it. And I'm like, well, I I know I can't justify paying fifteen dollars a month to play it, but it does look really <laughs> fun. Well, this takes me back again to Hot Tub Time Machine, where I was just thinking about MMOs or whatever, thinking about, uh, and this takes it back to the Office, the uh, Second Life game. <laughs> Oh at man! Yeah, uh, at the begin, I think it's at the beginning of Hot Tub Time Machine. What uh, Clark sitting there playing, and he's been in like prison for weeks. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like wakes up, does push ups. <laughs> John keeps like just like, why are you in jail still? <laughs> he's like, you don't understand. This is the real world. You do things that you have real consequences. <laughs> there is, there's another video series from the mcelroy family of content where they play second life and he he uh is playing the character of the boy mayor of second life running for election so he just goes all these different places (laughs) um and he just so (laughs) there are different like groups you can create in second life that are like private basically uh Mm -hmm. and he managed to get into one called like meeting of the minds where it's just basically like (laughs) They're just having like real life philosophical conversations, whatever, just in the world of Second Life. And when he finally gets in, 
he gets kicked out immediately because he just he just runs in there and goes, "What up? I think dogs should be able to vote." What's up, everybody? I think dogs should vote. <laughs> he just like he just like keeps yelling that, and it's like the funniest thing in the world to me every time. Um, yeah, something about watching people play video games just makes me want to play video games. I but agree. Then, but then, you know, I'm doing that at work, and then when I get home, it's difficult to find the time to do it. Yeah, I often find I don't want to be active. <laughs> it's the problem. Like, I feel like, I mean, and you'd think video games are not very active, but I feel like they're mentally engaging, at least. You have to kind of be in the moment on it, right? Like, I often, that's why I just often prefer just television, because I'm just like, I want to take a... I want to take a back seat to the world, you know? Like, <laughs> during the day, you're you're in it, right? I want to be not in it by the end of the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. absolutely. I, I wanna, so that's it, often what stops me. <laughs> I want to take in the world passively by that point of the day, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. And Jordan, I think... The, uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. My apologies. Oh, nothing. I um, I wasn't going anywhere with that. <laughs> All right, what I guess. Say? Um... <laughs> I mean, this wasn't anything either. I was just trying to pivot the conversation, I guess. Um, well, no, Mitch, how's I was the weather by you today, Jordan? Uh, it's um, it's a little rainy today. It's a little rainy. Um, it's still a little. It's it's too hot for September. I'll say that. It's um. Oh, we yeah, we finally a have concerning. a nice cool day out today. I uh, we took three of these dogs on a walk this morning, and uh, it was like high fifties. It was lovely. Nice. I think um, it was a high of 90 yesterday, so I'll see how today goes. <laughs> I think it's still going to be in the 80s. Um, yeah, it's... Um, that sounds wildly unpleasant. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the one week of fall we get these days, so <laughs> yeah. that'll be nice. <laughs> any uh, any fun events going on in St. Louis in the fall, Jordan? Do they, anything, uh, anything big going on? a lot of... They do a lot of fall stuff. Um, Oktoberfest is always fun. I think that's actually... No, I think that's usually more late October. Or wait, no. I don't know, but that's occurring at some point. That's always fun. Um, They have a lot of other little festivals and stuff that go on. They have the... uh, I think in September they have the balloon race. Um, Just a bunch of... uh, um, Whatever. Flying... What are those called? <laughs> Flying balloons? <laughs> hot air balloons? There you go. <laughs> Wait, St. Louis just has a hot air balloon race? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was actually going to be um, my wife and I's second date, but it got rained out, I think. Classic. Um, well, no, they had a race, but then they also, like, that night they have a balloon glow. They put a bunch of hot air balloons up in the air and throw lights out in the sky. It's supposed to be pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, they have a lot of little festivals and stuff like that. And I'm sure uh, Milwaukee's got stuff in the fall too, right? Um, Probably. I don't, uh, you know, uh, the new area of um, where the Bucks Arena is, it's called the Deer District. Right. Um, and it, it's like this... It's basically a courtyard. They they treat it like a whole neighborhood, but it's like one single block basically. Um, but they for the month of October they're turning the Deer District into the Fear District, uh, which nice. is a fun. That's a that's a fun play on words. And I think they're just doing like 
haunted house type stuff, you know, that that kind of thing. Um a bunch of scary I'm deers not, running around. <laughs> I'm not I'm not one for haunts. Uh I, I enjoy this time of year, certainly, but I don't seek out that kind of stuff. But uh yeah. Do you uh it's a you know they have well they have um deer districts very similar at probably the, well maybe maybe not but we have ballpark village over here by the Cardinal yeah it's Stadium. like a it's like a it's meant to be like a Wrigleyville uh, a Wrigleyville type thing yeah but, um, but but ballpark village gets very clubby at night I don't think deer district does right that's more it's more of a chill or no it's more it's more like pub type places it's a little different yeah, that that's much more my jam <laughs> and uh you know Jordan on that note we. We are approaching October, which, as we know, is the the spookiest, scariest month of the year. I'm terrified just thinking of it. I mean, it's it's spooky for sure. It's out uh, there. It's it's right around the corner. Now, as you know, Jordan, we did not grow up celebrating this holiday. Uh, we did not. We don't have to get too into it, but it was a it was a, it was a religious thing. Um, but in the last, say, five years or so, I've definitely gotten more into the celebration of Halloween. I think it can be very fun. I kind of have too. Uh, do, do you uh, yeah. do you have anything planned this year? Do you think you will do anything? No, what we usually do is um, we we usually stay at home, pass out uh, candy for the trick or treaters, um, watch Hocus Pocus. <laughs> classic <laughs> actually come to i've actually come to enjoy that film for its nostalgia like i've done it a couple of years now i'm starting to get nostalgic about it even though i have no nostalgia for it as a kid <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i never watched i never watched that movie as a kid i don't think i have to imagine um our mother shut the tv off if it was on <laughs> well that's probably true i'm just we love you mom <laughs> i don't know if she knows how podcasts work so we're probably fine <laughs> yeah yeah she'll i i'm sure uh, if she does she'll call me the next day wondering <laughs> <laughs> she'll call she'll call you and not mention it to me even though i live 20 <laughs> minutes away yeah <laughs> um any other plans during the weekend jordan you have anything going on no, I was actually going to ask you for suggestions. Um, think about maybe going out and doing something tonight. What you've been around here a few times. What do you think we should do? <laughs> this is a uh, this is a wild line of questioning. Um, you you live there, and I visited, and you're asking me what to do. Um, yeah, I truly don't know. Hmm. I don't know, man. I had I always have a good time when I visit, but I usually just sort of follow the leader. I don't. Uh, I don't. What are you doing tonight? I'm just chilling here. I'm I'm watching four dogs. I don't uh not doing a lot. Okay. I I will say this afternoon uh I'm going to be hitting the gym. So that's something. Nice. It's always good. I've been getting into circuit workouts recently. Have I told you about that? I think so, yeah. You or like yeah, so um, it's the yeah, like the um well, I I've, I've already forgotten, so tell me. <laughs> well, so uh, ba- basically I can get a full body workout in in just, you know, 40, 45 minutes. Uh, basically, I set up a circuit where I do seven different weightlifting motions, and I do 30 seconds of each one right after the other with like a, with like 10 seconds in between to get ready for the next motion. Um, okay. And then with that, you're moving fast enough that you don't have to do cardio after. Right. 
It's I I personally nice. love it. It's I've lost enough weight now at this point where I'm mostly just focused on like muscle building and toning, but I still want to at least maintain mm-hmm. my weight. And this is definitely a great way to do it. And it's like yeah, not you've lost too. Like- I'm about thirty down at this point. It's uh yeah, oh, it's going nice. well. It, it's, fun, it, it's funny we've always been on different paths in that way you've always been focused more <laughs> on gaining weight and i've been focused on losing weight um well yeah. now i i weigh more than you now probably by 20 something pounds i was about to say i hope you weigh significantly more than me at this point not significantly but uh yeah i'm probably a little under 215 seems to be where i've hovered for a long time recently uh, well, as, as you get older, yeah. though, that's definitely going to be a healthy weight to be at. I think so, yeah. I feel like, yeah, long term, if you just know a healthy weight and you just make an attempt to just stay there, that seems like the easiest, uh, rather than just letting yourself go for a while and forcing yourself to have to lose a bunch of weight. Like, just be adamant in the moment. Yeah, you're to just, just a constant cycle of gaining a lot and then losing a lot and then gaining yeah, a lot and then losing a lot. <laughs> Um, Jordan, do you remember the insane weirdness that is the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary Pumping Iron? Oh, geez. (laughs) Well, I'll put it this way. The fact that anyone was ever shocked of the fact that Arnold cheated on his wife and had a secret child. Give me a break. This guy... (laughs) Watching watching him talk about weightlifting is actually kind of gross. Like, I don't I won't get too much into it, but the the details are yeah. just odd. Yeah, it's like maybe that kind of filthy talk was more acceptable in the seventies and just a weightlifting documentary, but not for me, sir. My my good uh, innocent ears did not care for such language. <laughs> <laughs> I I tell you what, it's been really interesting to watch that generation of movie stars get older and yeah, just sort of see how stuff. they've aged. Because <laughs> yeah. Arnold has aged surprisingly well. I think he actually did take good care of his body and didn't try to like keep up a certain image as he got older. And he seems to be in yeah. genuinely good shape. Whereas yeah, a guy like right. whereas a guy like Stallone, yikes, he uh <laughs> He appears to have just juiced up like crazy, and yeah. it, is, it has not aged him well. Um, well. There's some bad stories about him, too. I think I remember that from How Did This Get Made or something, right? Some Was that the podcast? There was a podcast talking about him, uh, some uh, very um, um, sexual harassment type things on movie sets. I am, uh, sh- I am sure. Right. Okay. I don't I mean, know where that, I heard this now. If but. that still happens today, imagine how much it happened back then that we don't know about, right? Oh yeah. Jeez. Like it, it must just be terrible. But then yeah. on that on that note of of pumping iron, one of those guys that has aged incredibly well is Lou Ferrigno. Oh yeah, dude's still total beefcake. <laughs> and he he looks great. Yeah. <laughs> and he seems to be a genuinely good guy. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Um, you know who's not doing so well, and I can't remember his name, but if you go to Netflix, there's another documentary about a former, he's won more Mr. Um, Olympia or whatever than any other guy. And he's just like, his like 
what is it? His knees are just like decimated. He just like walks around with crutches. Oh boy! But he still goes and like lifts constantly. I'm like, dude, you. Are yeah, that's killing yourself. You are a disaster of a person. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could um, remember his name, but uh, yeah, I just look it up. It's 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 kind of just sad. It's, it's, oh, yeah, I on, didn't like watching it. On that note, though, have you watched anything good on Netflix recently? Um. The Unbelievable was a pretty good series. What's Did you catch that? That, that was about a. Um, it's kind of like a, a serial rapist. Um, it sounds um, great. Yeah, so it's a drama for sure. <laughs> um, but uh, it's um, yeah, it starts with like his like first case was actually in Linwood, Washington. Which when I found that out, I caught I. That was interesting to me because that's when I go up to Seattle. That's typically where I stay is up in Linwood. Oh, um, interesting. But um, and then like a series of similar stuff in um, the Colorado area, I believe. But uh, it's got um, oh, what's her? Is it Tori Spelling or no? Maybe not. Oh no, who's the who's the woman from uh, Little Miss Sunshine? Uh, Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Thank you. I, I okay. Tori yeah, Spelling, I spelling is yeah. <laughs> uh, not not even close to Tony Collette. Yeah, I know. It's got. Uh, it, <laughs> I knew I screwed that up for the moment I said it. Uh, it's got her and uh, it's how ah, that. If you ever watch Nurse Jackie, she's on there. And um, that's Edie Falco, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, of known cert- Nurse Jackie fame. Um, but uh, yeah, it's got her and then. Um, others uh someone even it's even got ken cosgrove from madman at some point but um it's uh it's a, it's very uh it's a good show um if you like dramas um i haven't seen any good comedies on netflix recently well uh on that note i last weekend i watched the between two ferns movie well this has been a lot of fun mrs clinton we should stay in touch what's the best way to reach you email oh yeah how was that it is so funny good like it's they really nailed it. And it was it was one of those things where you wouldn't think it would translate well to a movie. Right. But they so they did it very much like Christopher Guest mockumentary style. Like oh, okay. like him right. in between filming. And um so Will Farrell plays like um sleazy executive type, but he's playing himself as like the head of Funny or Die. It is <laughs> It is so funny. I highly recommend it. Basically, the whole movie is improv from what I've heard. Uh, right, yeah. And uh, directed by Scott Ackerman, yeah. a fellow podcaster. <laughs> We're best friends. <laughs> we, uh, I consider him a colleague. Um, um, but it's, it's really good, really well made. I would highly recommend it. A lot of star power in that one, for sure. Right, uh, yeah. A lot of famous people. Um Paul Rudd is one of the best parts. Uh, okay. Absolutely. He, Paul Rudd is just a funny guy every time. Brody, it's fine, sweetie. Come here. Yeah, Yikes. it's okay. Sorry well, about that. was going that. on, my microphone just fell. Um, so if you heard a, <laughs> a clank, that was me. Yeah, maybe we'll have some audio to cut out here. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but just uh, yeah, some, no, I'm, I'm glad to see uh, Scott Ackerman doing well. Seems like a good guy. Um, good to get him some... Uh, 
some movie credit there. Um, what is that dog doing? <laughs> He's uh, standing on me. I don't really... Uh, I'm just hoping he doesn't disconnect my mic at this point. He didn't yeah, work Yeah, an interesting character, that dog. Um, you know, on that note, Jordan, we're approaching an hour here. Uh, we've, we've, appro- we've hit our coffee hour uh, for this Saturday morning. <laughs> we've hit our required hour. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, you know what? I uh, on that note, I think this has been a fun time. I've enjoyed myself. Um, it has been it has been fun. I, uh, I I do fear potentially doing this long term. Um, I feel like we will run out of things to say quickly. But uh, but, but at the same not. time, it's every week's a new week. Well, yeah. there's, there'll be something new to talk about every week. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think so. I, and if not, I'll make sure things in my life happen so they'll I'll have something to talk about. There you go. <laughs> Get me out and do more things, man. You know, this is one of those ideas that solely because of the amount of effort that would I would have to put into it week to week, I wouldn't mind if this was the podcast. That is true. It was quite refreshing to have nothing prepared going into this. Just filling up coffee and going down to the basement and just saying, all right, this, uh, let's do this. It was great. Yeah. Uh, I should wrap up so I can take care of this heathen. Um <laughs> So on that note, please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are at Any Ideas Podcast on Twitter and Any Ideas on Facebook. Obviously, there will be no polls this week, but uh, still keep an eye on that just to stay updated. Uh, if you want to reach us at all, you can go to theanyideaspod at gmail.com. And until next week, remember, never be afraid to go get that second cup of coffee. And if I don't stop this trembling hand from reaching for the phone, I'll be reaching for the bottle, Lord, before this day.